0: This is the Good Stewards Podcast. We are your hosts, Langdon and Riley Barnes. Y'all, enjoy the show. All right, I must ask, it is 9, it's 8.40 Eastern or Central Time, which is 40 minutes past my bedtime, 9.40 Eastern Time. How do you just, how do you just get home at 9 40 p.m. on a Sunday night
1: um what are you yeah. like, what are you doing do you want like the whole day or um, I,
0: I don't know I don't care about the whole day like the last three hours why
1: are you out till 9 40 p.m. on a Sunday night all right so we went out with friends got home at like 5 30 boom done your we, day's done your day's done no, right there not even started um yeah. We were gonna go to Costco, but they're closed, so we went to Kroger um and needed some groceries, messed around. The problem is is that we hung out at home and watched Sonic two before we went. So we didn't leave the house till.
0: So you're at Kroger, you're at Kroger grocery shop in this late at night. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. We got the groceries. Okay, I don't care. That's fine. Wow. Well, I'm this is wild. We're like I said, I usually go to sleep about eight o'clock at night and I'm usually up around four AM. So this is this is not what uh I would I would like to do here. Is that Arlen Grace?
1: Uh yeah, she wanted me to open up her applesauce. She so. can't she can't open it herself yet? No, uh, we got the twist-off caps, you know? Uh-huh. You've seen those? They're like a pouch, I guess. Yeah, you know, I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. She came up and, and she pet my arm oh, like I was nice. a cat. But yeah, that's no, nice. it is it is late. It is a Sunday night, but... um.
0: Well, some of us have to work tomorrow, so I got to get into work, and I'm a big believer in <laughs> Monday morning sets the tone for the week, so... For me, I'm already going to be a little bit cranky, have a basketball game tomorrow at like 7.15. That's going to be a late night. If we win, we play on Tuesday, another late night. So about to have three late nights in a row. I'm not going to be
1: happy. I'm not a happy man. Yeah, I think um, obviously my schedule is not as favorable as yours, but I don't work Mondays. so I think we're going to go to the zoo tomorrow probably sleep in whatever we want.
0: Well, good the world's
1: you. our oyster. I That's think, it. Is. All right. Well, I'll
0: be awake at uh, 4 a.m. So you want to hear our morning might routine? Be too. Well, you don't know why we're up at 4 a.m.? Yeah. Bring it on. We, we learned early in marriage. Well, we kind of made some goals, but we learned early in marriage that we are more productive in the morning time. And we like the evenings to just kind of just do whatever we want. So, uh, we get up at about four, roughly. You know, anywhere three forty-five to four fifteen range, and a.m. Right, you're talking a.m. Yep, get up in four yeah. four a.m. and about four to five is spent time in the Word. So right now we're reading through the Bible. So we're reading um a few chapters every morning, and then I have a a men's group that meets Wednesday, every other Wednesday mornings. And then I do a FaceTime with uh, Jimmy every other Thursday night. So I, I'm also, so I got basically four to 5. AM is time in the word and we do praises and prayers and then about a 45 minute workout. And then by the time that's up Maverick's awake and we're getting food and everything situated and getting, showered and ready for the day and we do all that from like four to seven and then when we get home at like five o'clock we can hang out we we don't have to you know what i mean so yeah pe- people yeah, think so- it's weird people think now we go to bed about eight o'clock but people think it's weird and crazy but
1: i don't know we're it it more- is it is weird man but what good for you all we're Thank we're you. like the opposite
0: yeah well you work it's, you work a bad schedule
1: yeah it's eight a.m man it's quiet in our house. No one's awake. No one's moving. Yeah, Our Arlen could sleep till noon if we let her.
0: Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind Maverick sleeping till noon sometimes though. Yeah, that'd be nice. Pretty nice. Well, I got a. Right. Uh, let's dive into this one. Um, money in marriage. This will be. This is actually the first episode of us together of the Good Stewards podcast and. I just looking at these uh, two topics, you know, being a good steward of our money and our finances. And obviously, marriage is a gift. It was something that was created by God. And it's it's something that we're called to cultivate and we're called to co- continually continually mm, say that word, continually, yeah. continually, continually uh
1: love and several- you're adding an, you're adding an in in there. So many you, ends? you say it. Continually. 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 Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Okay. All right. Close know. enough. We
1: went to Eastern Kentucky University, people. Yes, so. yes we did. Not bad. <laughs> but um, all right. I'm going to share
0: my, first of all, before we dive into anything, you can let me know if you agree or not. But two things I want to say is I do not believe in combining finances with someone that you're not married to. And that's just, you're not a team yet. Yep. I, unfortunately, where I work, I see people who are not married buy homes together and get accounts together and do all this and that. And they don't get a divorce when things end, they just simply break up. And then, so there's that. But also, once you're married to become one, whatever is yours is your spouse's and vice versa. What are your thoughts on those two?
1: No, I, I agree. Um, wholeheartedly. It's it's just such a messy thing, and I I don't think you should be dating someone unless you plan on marrying them. And if that's the case, then fine. Like, let's say you're ninety nine percent sure you're going to marry that person. Most likely, it's going to be fine. But in, in the in the instance that things don't work out, people break up for stupid reasons every day. Um, it just gets so messy. The debt. This is your debt. This is my apartment. This is my couch. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get, you buy it, you buy a home together and then you break up or you don't want to be together anymore. Who gets the house? Who's named on the deed or you sign on loans together. It's and I'm people do it. I know they do it totally against it. If you're dating somebody and you want to be married and they don't want to be married, I think it's time to end that relationship. So not giving relationship advice, but, There it's I think you just did. There it is. But I would be I mean, I would try to clean things up like, hey, until not like an ultimatum, but hey, and until we become married, you know, we need to no longer have a joint bank account or we I mean, what I believe in, we shouldn't be living together. I mean, my wife and I, we we had a two month period where we were living in the same. We were engaged, but we weren't married, and we just moved to Paducah, Kentucky. And I lived in the townhome by myself, and Sheila with her parents until she moved in. Now, if you don't, uh, if you're not a Christian and you don't believe in that, then it's it's hard to kind of have that conversation. But there's just so many situations. There's just so many things that can go south and wrong when you're, yeah, when you're, when you're. That's good. Uh, I like to say when you're playing house, when you're acting like you're married, but you're not actually married so much can uh, go wrong. And that brings up just going back to talk about my spouse and I, before we got married, that is the time to have some of these money conversations. Mm. You, you know what I mean? When you're, when you're dating, now, I'm not saying on the first date, you know, Hey, how much debt do you have? Or what do you, uh, what do you think about tithing or, you know, what's your credit score? You know, don't have those conversations on the first date or two, but but, if you do,
1: and that other person sticks around, that's a good person I to mean, have around. Yeah, you probably yeah. just saved yourself a lot of time. The
0: I and I don't I don't have the actual percentage, but I'm pretty sure we're like ten years in a row where the number one survey goes out. The number one cause for divorce is financial disagreement. So to just jump into a marriage and not talk about money, before so before we get married is is reckless it's just reckless to me yeah it's it's reckless um do you did you all have any type of what was your all's financial conversations like when you dated and or and were engaged that's not a good sign like ladies that's probably going to show you what this person will be like as a husband, probably going to be pretty lazy and not take any control or take any blame for anything. Um, You know, fellas is if you're dating somebody and you notice like every weekend they're going out shopping, spending hundreds of dollars, you know, you could tell this, this woman has a, as a spending money problem, you know, that's not just going to change once you're married, that translates. So you should have these conversations and, a lot of people date before marriage and they're 20. So of course, student loans are, that's a big conversation that needs to be had. You know, if you're dating somebody and you find out, Hey, they have $200,000, you know, they have $200,000 of student loan debt. Well, that's, I'm not saying don't marry that person because they have that, but that's something that you need to know. And
1: you got to make a plan for when and, you get yeah, married. Yeah. I think overall, overall, just honesty and transparency. And, there is the other side of that spectrum, Landon, is what if someone has $200,000 in cash that you didn't know about? Yeah, like, yeah. It yeah. goes both ways. And just being open and if good and the bad, the ugly, like marriage is, you know, awesome. It's sweet. Yeah. It's the coolest thing in the world. Sometimes it's ugly, you know? Sometimes you have to address these things. And let's say – yeah. Your, uh, I mean, I'm sure a common one um, we're going to see a lot of uh, is uh, like gambling addictions. Spe- oh right? my gosh, especially now,
0: and it's it's dangerous. I know we've talked about it. We've we've played around with it, but we think of gambling. We think of Vegas and shooting crabs and blackjack. Blackjack sports gambling has now taken over, and it it's something that boy the fellas do. They get together on weekends, they watch games, they download FanDuel and DraftKings and all these little things, and before you know it, dude, sports gambling is going to be a – it is, but it's going to be a massive problem, mainly for men uh, in the next 5, 10, whatever and, years. And
1: just how easy you can deposit $500 and, oh. and lose $500 is 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 terrifying. And um, you can do all that crap, and you can hide it pretty, pretty well for a while. Yeah and so if you're struggling with this be open with your with your spouse or I mean significant other whoever it is um it's it's okay yeah. to struggle you know um where it's not okay is if you don't want to not struggle if you yeah. want to continue down that path and you know that person I can promise you probably doesn't want that like I don't know um and I'm just sure because that-
0: like I was just, saying, just because somebody I mean, I I when we got married, I had student loan debt summer when stu- school student loan debts. Um, I think that's all we had. Yeah, we didn't have any other. But I'm just saying, like, just because somebody has debts doesn't mean, oh, I can't marry you if you have debts. A lot of people have debts, especially in their 20s and, and 30s. You just have to make a plan to tackle it together. But if you if I'm talking to somebody and they have student loans and they're like, oh, I'll just make the pin- minimum payment until I die. That's a red, you know, a red flag, as the kids say. That there, there are yeah. how how you manage your finances does tell a lot of h-
1: how you are almost in other areas of your life. But uh, yeah, I think you're you're marrying someone's your vision. You're marrying their vision at the same time. And no At the opposite, you're marrying someone's lack of vision. Yeah. Uh, so if you, you know, get surprised with something like this, and and you tell yourself like we're we're not ready to get married, like that's okay that's yeah. a tough conversation that's kind of part of the ugliness that we were talking about earlier but no doubt that's fine it's a it's a big thing and it's not like buying a puppy where you can rush into it and figure it out like marriage is something you should bring other people in on talk to people seek counseling like counseling premarital counseling is a super yes. healthy thing yep and pre um, our premar- premarital counseling was phenomenal
0: and i mean counseling during pe- this the word counseling just has just such a bad stigma, like if you need counseling, you're either messed up or you're weak. That is not yeah. true whatsoever. Ma- marriage, even just marriage counseling, you go, you go to counseling before things get bad. You know, that's why you do premarital yeah. counseling. But so let, let's say money in marriage, which we're experts at, no doubt about it. We are, we are fantastic when it comes to, uh financial conversations with our spouses, our wives love talking about money. I'm just kidding. They, uh, yeah. uh, we've grown to, we've grown to enjoy it a little bit, but early on, I, man, I sucked. I was bad. I was always, Oh no, we gotta, we can only spend this much or I was basically saying, this is what we have to do and why we sh- should do it. And Summer was like, uh, yeah,
1: I don't know if that's exactly how this is going to work. So yeah, we, we were a similar, I, uh, I didn't know and this is probably just because I'm an idiot. When we first started uh what's that? I guess talking at this phase, I oh, didn't yeah, know yeah. that I was supposed to ask Rachel about her life. Yeah. Probably should she just thought I didn't care about her. Yeah. And I was like, Well, I didn't want to I don't want to be nosy. Mm-hmm. She's like, No, that's that's part yeah. of this. You know, if you want to, if you want to marry me one day, you're going to have to
0: get to know me, and that also means get to know my tendencies and, um, my my money spending habits. So, like like we mentioned earlier, once you become married, my money is her money, and her money is my money. Um, that is really that is that simple to to become one. If we can, if we can buy a house together and have children together we should be able to to handle our money together as well and not and not separate um so we we pretty much had a joint bank account i probably the weekend after we got married the weekend after we got married and do you all budget like do you all keep a tight budget or just have money conversations
1: monthly um yeah so i would say our budget is it's more of a running budget. Yeah, like we know what we bring in a month. We know how much everything that goes out costs, and we put all of our our tithing, four hundred one, all that stuff is comes out first, um, and then it's kind of loose. But and you, all, you all have these conversations, and you're on. Oh yeah, every every on, month. you know where
0: money goes, where it comes, and are on the same page. So we kind of wrote down just five little money tips in marriage so these are these are some things that i think we just have learned over our we now we're not we haven't been married no 45 years you know 40 50 years but like you said we're coming up on 5 years i'm starting to feel like we got a nice little traction going we have children in a house and all that stuff. So I think Figure we. Figure it out. Yeah. I think we. But I'm. I'm saying I think we've earned a little respect that we can share some things.
1: Now I know more now than I did five years ago. I know more yeah. now than I did six months ago. No doubt about there that. So. Uh, well, give us number one. Joint
0: bank you account. Yeah, uh, you got number one. said it. Sorry. <laughs> joint bank account. I mean, I, I forgot. I saw. I saw a clip. I think it was Steve Harvey. He was talking about like, you know what. Uh, let's have a joint bank account, and then you, the guy should have his bank account, and the woman should have her bank account. And when they get their money, they put money in there, and they do their own thing. But Steve Harvey's also been married like three or four times. So probably shouldn't take uh, marriage. Sorry, I shouldn't have bashed Steve yeah, Harvey. I was, I'm just saying, like, probably shouldn't, great take, guy. probably shouldn't take marriage advice from him. Just saying. So here we go one bank account now you can have savings and all that stuff, but like every account that I have, my wife is on it and sees it, and vice versa um you're now partners it's coming out of the joint bank account i I believe so um that and way there's budget for it yes, yes, you put it, you put it in we'll just we'll lump that into the next tip is budget. It gives you freedom, but when you're married, budgeting just lets both partners know what's coming in and what's going out, where's it going, and what changes need to be made. Because if you just, I don't, so many times you just, you're together, and before you know it, you're like, man, we still have this debt. We still don't have an emergency fund. Are we're just barely treading water here? We've been married for five years and we've made no improvements. Why is that? Well, because you do, you you don't have a plan. You don't know where the money's going. So, joint bank account and sit down and budgeting together. You have any thoughts or input on when it comes to the budgeting and why it's important to to do in a marriage and
1: or even tips? You yeah. have a tip on budgeting. I think the biggest tip, um, I would have two. Your tithing and your retirement, pay those first. I um, pay, pay God, pay yourself. I agree. I think you get those out of the way. And if you, I'm just going to use rough math. If you make $6,000 a month, you want to give God a thousand and put a thousand away, and you build that budget on four thousand. Well, I agree. Yep, I I I completely agree. And and I think we are adaptable enough to to anything can be figured out. Yeah, um, you'll those make numbers cuts. are off, but um, but yeah. So pay God, pay yourself first, and just be honest with yourself too. Like it's it's stupid. It's if you spent four hundred last month on on groceries, which good for you for one don't try to cut it to 150 the next month. You're going to fail. Yeah. Like a budget's all about small gotta be, wins. Gotta be, um, you
0: got to be realistic. And you got to realize those first couple budgeted meetings that you have together as spouses, it's not going to be smooth. It's probably going to be like your first date or two. It's going to be a little rocky, a little awkward, have a conversation about it. And I would say, this is a good one. I heard this from a buddy. Like when you sit down, if one person is more of like the budgeter and the other person's more of the free spirit, you can make a budget, but have that other person make two changes to that budget. Like, okay, here's our budget. I want you to go through this and you make, you have to make two changes. That's going to get that other person involved and and that's going to make them feel like it's not a mind trick, but it's going to make them feel like they have some type of say because they do have a say in it. And before you know it, it, I don't know. Budget can get kind of fun. Like, okay, we we made five thousand when we only spent thirty eight hundred. We have twelve hundred dollars to to apply towards debt, to throw in our Roth IRAs, to to go out to it nice. Like I'm saying, like when you budget and you have yeah. leftover money, it it can be really fun.
1: Um, and when, when both of you are excited about it and agree on it, like that's. That's awesome. No doubt. And, and it's, it's going to change. It's going to, you know, when children
0: come into the picture or you have a emergency come up, like your budget is going to, it's going to change. You got to adapt and look at it every single month. Um, to piggyback off of that tip number three, you got to accept your different personalities with money. I mean, I'm cheap. I am cheap, cheap, cheap. My wife is not a she's not bad. She's not like wild spender. She's really not. She, she's actually pretty cheap, just a notch above me, but she's opened me up to be like, Hey, we can enjoy some of this money. Sometimes we don't have to always save, 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 and invest. Like we can enjoy this stuff. We can go on a nice vacation. We can get a nice dinner. If you want a new pair of shoes that cost 80 bucks, buy you those shoes. I need her to do that to me. Otherwise I wouldn't spend any money. And at the same time, like yeah. when my wife wants to get her nails done or when she wants to go get herself a new dress, like that is fine. That is great. We we need you need to accept each other's differences and personalities. It it just works. Yeah. It 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 works better
1: yeah. when you do that. I would I would say we're probably we're probably pretty similar to you all. Um we're both fairly frugal people. Um, yeah. We probably overspend at the grocery store. We like just certain things, yeah, um, but we budget things. for it. So like, you know. That's, yeah. But, as long as you budget for
0: it and you know, like, hey, we're going to spend a bunch of 10%, I don't know, 20% of our money is going to go towards groceries. That's okay. You just got to lower your other
1: uh, categories. Yeah. So that's that's totally fine. Um, we're both pretty impulsive people, though. I think, um, like, and it's on weird things. A lot of my clothes I get, I, when I wear from Walmart, um, you know, I don't, I don't care. I think it's George brand. I don't know who George is. Oh, I've
0: seen a man. It's George. I say Jorge just for fun, but yeah, it's, it's George. Oh, I went to a a consignment store the other day and I was asking them what clothes I can bring in or something. And they were telling me, they said not Walmart brand. And I just left. I was like, not Walmart. You talking about What's George?
1: It? Yeah, I uh, I had Come a work now. meeting this weekend or this week, Langdon, and I wore my hey dude slippers with one of them has oil all over it from changing my oil in the wind. What a man. George sweatshorts and a brown Yellowstone t shirt. So, that's, like, that's nice. Th- like, that's me. But, like, at the same time, I, been watching a lot of acts videos on online and I found one I want and Rachel said she'd get it for me for father's day.
0: Oh, an ax like you chop something down. Yeah. I thought you meant the book of
1: acts in the Bible. Oh yeah. Sorry. No. Um, but so she said she'd get it for me and I already sent it to her, but I want this thing right this second Kay. for no reason. So we're yeah. both, but it's, it's okay. I think to be impulsive, you just have to understand yourself and your spouse and, and, just be honest about things like, hey, I just bought this X for X amount of dollars. Yeah, You know, it's when you start hiding things is when it's, when it's an issue. And,
0: and just think, when you married this person, you knew that they were different and they complimented you well. But at the same time, when it comes to their money and how we spend money, that's going to be different as well. So that's important to, to take that into consideration. Two more tips we're going to hit on real quick is... Yep. Uh, I was bad at this. I've gotten better is don't always talk about money or how much something costs. Quit mentioning or talking about money. So I do think I'm getting better. My, my wife who listens to every one of our episodes, when she listens to this, she'll let me know if I have or not. Um, So we'll, we'll see, but don't, don't always just make comments, make a budget, stick to it. But when you spend money or your spouse spends money or y'all go out to eat or whatever it may be. And the bill comes back. Okay, just pay and move on. Don't always mention or talk about money with your spouse. They're going to get tired of it, um, especially if they weren't on board with budgeting or making changes financially. You, you have to accept their differences and and not always mention money or how much something costs. The last thing we're going to end with, and I I think this is so important because debt is suffocating and when you have a mortgage that you can't afford and a bunch of car debt and student loan debts, you're going to be stressed. You're going to come home. You're going to be upset at your spouse. Attack that debt. ASAP.
1: Attack it. If you all get, especially when you just get married, um, is things, I, things get way more expensive. Um, just life gets more expensive. The houses cost more, you know, and, it's but at the same like,
0: time, you have two incomes now.
1: Yeah. But it, all these things are, they're all healthy things. But so, like, you go from the three bedroom house and it's not enough for your family. So, you got to go to a four. That's probably, you're looking at a hundred thousand dollar difference right there almost today. Yeah. Like, it gets more expensive. Attack these things when you're, You know, 20, I don't know how old we were when we got married.
0: No, the day after you get back from the honeymoon, attack the car loans, attack the student loans, go after it hard once you get married. So um, those are five little tips. We gave some relationship advice, you know,
1: take it or leave it, whatever you want to do. Yeah, maybe read some other stuff before you get relationship advice. I'm sure there's better out there on that. All right. I'll tell
0: you what, it's bedtime for old Langdon. So I'm going to call it a night for both of us. If you all enjoy the podcast, please share with some family, some friends, throw it out on social media, whatever you have. Thanks for listening.